This is produced by SubaMedia.com. We all need somebody to lean on. Lean on me when you're not strong. What's going on, y'all? Joe Suba, Suba Talks, once again, back in the fold. How's everyone doing, first of all? I'm feeling great. I've been fasting for a month now, almost a month. I feel incredible. I've got off, I've been fasting from the internet and some other things, but mostly the internet, the internet is driving me crazy. How many of y'all have have had that experience? (laughs) But I feel good though. You know, God is great. Praying, staying in prayer, thanking God for all the blessings that I have. And, um, you know, let's get right into it. So anyway, I've been watching... Well, I, I haven't been watching TV, but I watch some TV because, of course, I don't have cable because I'm not giving them $250 for anything. I got the Internet. But um, I think, you know, uh, I could talk a little bit of politics. Why not? The legitimate President Biden, because <laughs> you got to say that now, because I think 70 percent of Republicans think that he's illegitimate, did a state of address. And um, I thought it was good. He talked about infrastructure. He talked about building an American economy. He talked about helping the less fortunate people. And then I think this guy named Tim, I forget his, I don't know his name, but he's a black conservative Republican. And um, he got kind of stormed or stoned, not stoned, but stoned when he said America is not a racist country. And I don't know where he grew up or where he, that's my, that's my phone, sorry guys, where he grew up or where he, um, or what type of his background is. Uh, I know he's black, so maybe he didn't grow up here and he came from another country, but there's just, and then now he has all these other conservatives and chiming in saying that America is not racist. And it's like, what planet are you living on? This country was built on racism, murder, and uh, just the hypocrisy of you saying that is baffling to me. It's it's bizarre that anyone would think that that's of color, think that this place is not a racist society. If you look back on its history, for over 400 years, it has impressed black people. Like, how can you say that this is this is not a racist or this is not built on race? Like, history shows that it is. History shows that it is. It's not other people and this man's, but history. So he said it and now he's getting stoned behind it. Rightfully so. That was a smack in the face to almost... Just about every black person in America that has been stopped, who hasn't got housing, who's, you know, they did the redlining, who's been stopped by the police, who education system has taught you nothing but one month of slavery and the rest about white history. Like, any thinking person can see that. And now that a lot of black folks are becoming awoke, that's the word, awoke, aka an awakening, 2020 is vision. 2020 was an awakening. Black folks are starting to make a shift. They're starting to want more. They're starting not to just settle, right? And they're holding these politicians to the fire that people of color, mostly blacks, vote for. So it's just something to think about. You know, I've been watching a couple of, you know, the, the news. I watched the news, which is Sunday. Today is Sunday. It's 12.07. And it was just shocking to me, you know? 
I have friends all around the world of all nationalities and all colors. And I've been to a numerous amount of countries. And I only feel an unsafeness about my being and my well-being in this country. Now, it's easy to tell somebody, yo, just go live in another country. No, my ancestors built this country, so I'm going to stay here and get everything that's offered to me by this country. Only a fool will leave here and not take anything that he has with him or his ancestors have, right? Only a fool. So don't listen to those people who say, well, leave the country. You know, mostly people of that's not of color say that. And it's mostly, you know, these back bush living non-progressive, non-thinking people. I know this might make some people mad, but I don't, to be honestly, I don't really care what you think or what you say about me. It really doesn't matter to me. This is truth. I'm just saying, stating my truth. Right? And I've met some of them. I've been around some of them. You would be, sh- you would be shocked that the people that are drawn to me, <laughs> maybe it's because, you know, I like, I like to camp out. I like the backwoods. I like uh, shooting firearms and learning firearms. That's their thing. You know, this country was built on violence. And people only usually do what they see or what they've been taught. Not even what they've taught. Yeah, some of it is taught, but mostly is what they see. Like, these are just, everybody knows that black folks and police have a big problem. Like, why would people say it's not racist? Like the other day, I could use me for existing. I have a car. I got stopped in my car, and the plates were tagged as stolen. Not the car, but the plates. And I had to go through all these channels to get the cops to even believe me. They were going to lock me up. They were nice cops. They, I mean, not nice, but they were pleasant. They were professional. I shouldn't say nice because I don't know them. They were they were professional. It wasn't like they were throwing me out. They had their hand on their gun. Huh? It's okay. I wasn't, I was, I felt safe because, first of all, I was in a lit area and it was broad daylight. At nighttime, I would have been a lot worried. And I was kind of worried. I got a little anxiety, which black person don't get anxiety when the police pull you over. Somebody said they don't get anxiety or they're like scared, not scared for their life. They're a liar. Well, unless you're of color, you know what the situation is. Because I've been stopped before, got pulled out of my car, handcuffed. Um, car searched. So that what it is, like a buddy told me, they have to be very careful now of how they treat African-Americans in the street because of what happened to um, Floyd. They have to be very careful. And I, and I thought that's strange. I'm like, but my buddy was right. You have, they have to be very careful how they treat people, especially black folks, right? Because all eyes is watching and we have cell phones now and we have cameras. I even put a camera in my phone. I got the whole thing on video. So, because I think every black person, if you're living in America, if you got a car, you should have some type of surveillance on you. Always. That's how to protect, that's how you protect yourself. And it's a little bit of money. Like you, you buy your, you get your damn cable for 250. You got your cell phone for a hundred and something dollars if you got a family plan, right? I feel like you should have life insurance and you should invest in some type of um, um, hidden camera on your body. I'm getting ready to get something else um, also on my body that I can um, record a lot of things around me because I I I don't want to be a victim. Plus, I train and I fight. So if anything happened, 
And I got a little sketch. I got a, a, a background. So anything happens, they're going to pull that up, as you know they always do. Even if it's 30 years later, they're going to pull that up to try to smear you. That's the media. That's their job. Right? So, you know, you see how they're just shooting first. Right? So I was very, I, I was like, well, it, it can't happen in the daytime. But does not mean that I was not on alert or fearful for my life because I don't have a weapon in my hand. Everything I have is a weapon, but they got a firearm is totally different than you having a weapon, right? So, you know, it is what it is. We live in America, you know, the land of the opportunity. That's why I tell, I tell, tell, tell black folks that I know you got to get everything you can out this country. Whatever they're giving you, you get it. And you take something and do well with it. You don't go and fuck it up and go buy, so I curse. I almost got without curse. You don't go out and buy stupid ass Nikes. Like, I don't have any Nikes, but I own two shares of Nike, right? Uh, I like Pluma, I own Pluma. Anything I like to buy, right, I try to have ownership of the company. I can make, at least make my money back, right? And, um, you know, black folks really need really need to start thinking more of business and ownership. Because that's the only way we're going to survive. And the digital era. I was talking to a buddy of mine. I, I told him like two years ago about digital, about making film. Now he's on it. Right? He's like, yo, you can make so much money doing this and this and this and this. And I kind of said, well, but that's what I was talking about. But you know, as a list, you didn't want to hear that. But... Now he's on it, and I'm happy for him. It's my buddy. I've been on it, right? The little money I got, I invested in the films I do, invested in the companies I got. It's it's how you're supposed to do it, you know? It's just, it, it's logic, logical, sorry. Logic, and it's logical that you invest in yourself and other companies that you know can make money through stocks, right? Like, we're still, I think, what? 50-something percent of Americans still don't own stock. And the biggest portion of those Americans are black Americans. Like, we're so scared of stock. We're so scared of losing money. But we take our money and invest in sneakers. We buy $70,000, cars and give them $300-something a month, right? We get cable, $250 a month. Um, I mean, it's a whole array of things. Clothes, Gucci, Prada, all the silliness. You know, we need, or we're starting to get away from that. Like, I never own Gucci, and I never, well, I might own, I would like to own some Gucci uh, product, meaning stocks, but like product, a product, like product, I mean, in, like this stock to me is a product of the company. I'd rather buy that product than buy the, sneakers or clothes or market like i would never do no dumb shit like this make doesn't make sense to me as a conscious person who wants to leave a legacy and leave something for his children right and also i just got some i got some term life life insurance why did you get term life because i can afford it <laughs> a lot of that other you know stuff putting in putting in to get money back oh man i might never get the money back I'll be dead before I get the money back, right? So term life is reasonable for me. Just look into a policy that's good for you. You know, I went to this company called, I don't want to tell the company because I'm promoting them for free, right? But I got a, 
$150,000 policy. I got a life term plus for $50,000 and an accidental death. So all together, I got term life for fifty, and I got accidental accidental death for a hundred thousand, or in a hundred fifty thousand to leave my kids or my grandkids. That's good money. You do something with that, and also got stocks. Also got companies that all their names is listed, and also found how to do a living will. I just gotta get it notarized. I'll give them a copy, and I'm also going to take my and I didn't know this until I called up the burial funeral homes that I'm going to take my um, life insurance and set up a small portion so when I pass and God calls me it'll already be set up how I want to be buried. I'm not spending 13000 or 15000 on a burial which is ludicrous. Right? Uh, you don't have to bury me in a, I don't need a box or coffin. Bury me a certain way and that's it. That's it. That's it. I don't have a tombstone. That's all, you know, maybe a small little plaque so my my family members know where I'm at. They want to come visit. Other than that, there's no reason for it, right? I have no reason for it. So I'm not giving them no damn money. And when I go in there, they're going to be like, what? I'm like, this is what I want. This is what I need. That's it. That's it. Minimum bare necessities. 50000 30000 for a funeral is ridiculous, leaving the family in debt. Or if they did have a policy, they don't have no more money to, to live, to, you know, to do stuff that they want to do because they put it all into a burial, which is because they want to be seen. Not me. So anyway, I know that's, that's crazy thinking, right? <laughs> all right, y'all. So that's it. I mean, I had this little stuff to get off my chest. If I offended anybody, it's not in my nature to offend, offend you. But at the end of the day, it's all love and all caring. All right, y'all. I got to go. Peace out. Have a great Sunday and into the week. Peace. This is produced by SubaMedia.com.